1: What up? This is Robert Ory.
2: Ory, 3 pointer oh, There it.
3: You might know me as Big Shot Bob. To Ory
0: for three. Oh, unbelievable! Oh, this guy is off
4: the charts. What's going on, Big Shot
5: Bob? Robert Ory from downtown! Uh, let's call it episode 127 of the Big Shot Bob podcast. That is B-Dog Brandon Harper. My name is Rob Jenners. Coming to us live from the heart of Hurricane Hillary is seven-time <laughs> NBA champion Robert Ory. Uh, you live in like what is the uh, the apex of the universe right now? There's there's a hurricane, there's a tropical storm, there's an earthquake. It's like what the hell's going on out there, man.
3: Hey, It was it's weird because I just had my birthday party and I I, I once I was hungover, but I was laying in the bed all of a sudden. It started shaking. I'm like, What the fuck going on? And then I'm looking at my I outside, definitely had too raining. much to drink. <laughs> I, I'm like Yeah, my wife was still knocked out like Cannon, was that a was that an earthquake and all of a sudden the phones
2: going
3: and so yeah, I was like, Wow. But it it rained hard and fast, but um Did you have any flooding or
5: anything? Or you where I am. Okay, you are where I am. Yeah, I saw Dodger Stadium got pretty flooded.
3: Yeah, and I'm like ten minutes from like ten miles from Dodger Stadium. So but we didn't get we Didn't get that much rain over here. Yeah. We y'all got some aren't. rain, but we're on top of a hill. So we uh,
4: y'all aren't LA ain't built to handle that. That that's
5: well I think the last time had trouble, It was like eighty years was, ago. Yeah, it was forever
3: uh, ago. Uh, but here's, here's the crazy part, people realize just about maybe about two or three months ago, you know, we had that rain for like thirty days and thirty nights, whatever it oh, was. Yeah, yeah. It was and nobody was up. complaining. Yeah. Nobody was complaining about that. So we get one day of rain they're like oh all this stuff is going on. i know we had the mudslides and I, mm-hmm. I feel bad for all the people who was involved in that but they forget we just had a ton of rain we had so much rain that it filled the aqueduct back up and it took us out of a drought and people forget about that so mm-hmm. it, it was we needed the rain they always need rain in, in cali
5: yeah you got absolutely you absolutely mm-hmm. do but yeah that was uh that was a crazy story. I just wanted to check in on you to make sure everything was okay, because I have to turn on the news, and it's like, it's a hurricane in Southern California. I'm like, what the hell? I know. And then it's an earthquake. And then it's an earthquake. It and the earthquake. first thing in the morning, I'm like, good lord. Good lord. What is the going memes, on out there? The, the people with the memes. Oh, the memes are a Oh, my
3: God, They've been, Dude, the memes funny. been everywhere. The memes have been everywhere. And they, they, they have, like, oh, so you think you can't? Oh, we can't mess with you with a hurricane? Okay, we're going to send an earthquake at you. Okay. And they say, you know what's next? The locusts. I'm like, no, Locus, we don't want no. No, we don't, need, we don't need any plagues. Don't unleash any <laughs> plagues. We're good. Biblical plagues. We can live with that. Oh,
5: we don't need the plagues. Um, we, have a, we have a cool guest today on the yes. show that we're going to get to in a few minutes here. we got a couple things we're going to talk about off the top, but uh, before we get to our guest, but. Um, Andy Bernstein has Andy? been, uh, the photographer for, I think he works for the Lakers. I'm not sure if he works for the league or the Lakers. We'll ask him, but, uh, yeah. he's photographed. I, I mean everything. Uh, and it's, it's funny because we'll, And we'll talk to him about it all. I'm sure. But, uh, if you've seen a picture of something that's gone down in the NBA in the last 40 years, there's a good chance. Andy took it. <laughs> there's a damn good sure. chance. It was Andy.
3: I, um, it's like, sometimes you, you know, from playing with the lakers and and all of a sudden you with spurs and all of a sudden I'm like andy it's play what the hell are you doing i'm like oh shit, you just don't work for just the oh yeah
5: you know the he lakers the, you yeah. work
3: for the nba but andy's been around for a long time he's just dude, not he's seen it all. a person got, like, you know he's a friend of mine now we you know it, i like the guy a lot he's a yeah. really nice guy too. he's a good dude yeah so mm-hmm. he's
5: i'm sure he's gonna have stories for us i can't wait to Find out if he's got any good Robert Ory stories. So we'll get to uh, Andy Andy B in a few minutes here. Uh, you mentioned your party. You're having a party at your house. It's almost your birthday. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I had, birthday. Uh, you had the party, but the birthday's coming party. up, right? Birthday yeah, the is Friday. 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 Okay. okay. Well, happy birthday. How Thank you. How old are you now? Dude, I will one.
3: be 53.
5: 53 years
3: old. Yeah. Okay, good. That's I'm nice. going to go get me some Grisha Forma and get rid of the Grado.
5: Oh, no. Don't do that. Oh, no. <laughs> man, Dude, lean into it, man. That's what I've done. i all salt say, and pepper, man. Lean the, into
4: ju- it. Using it just for me. <laughs>
5: just for me. yeah. Yeah. That's, we get a shot. So, you get Andy, uh, get you a picture hey, of you in the shower putting the just for men in your beard. <laughs> yeah.
3: No, here's, here's a funny thing. So um, my brother, you know, my, my brother and I, we have never really been close, close. You know, we I don't know. after. Well, you know, I try to do things with him every once in a while. So I invited him out to the party and my wife went into the his bathroom because his bath where his room is, is kind of where the pool bath is. Mm-hmm. And he was getting ready for the party. She's like, there was something on the counter and I couldn't figure out I was black. And his, she's like, then I looked to the left and it said, just for men. I said, and I i was killing him about that, dude. I'm like, dude, <laughs> you are you trying to put just for men and let, let it happen, dude? Let you can't it leave it out. You can't leave it
5: out. If you're going to do it, you got to do it in private quarters. You got to <laughs> clean up your mess <laughs> afterward.
3: Come on. Man. You got to make sure nobody knows you're using it.
5: <laughs> uh, well, anyway, we were talking about parties. Uh, Joel Embiid's wedding has come up yet again. Even though again? We, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but here's why. Uh, Joel Embiid's wedding was attended by Knicks president Leon Rose and executive vice president William Wesley. And then according to Mark Stein, both Knicks president and uh, and top aide were there at a recent wedding. And while it's true they used to represent him as a player, it's suggested that their attendance was, quote, not nothing. That you've got Knicks management at MB's wedding. And yeah, like, yeah, we used to work together, but... Now you're you're starting to get a little bit more bubble up on this idea that with everything going on with James Harden, is is Joel Embiid starting to look other places.
4: I mean, like we said last week, the way this thing is going with James Harden, at some point in time Joel's gonna get to a point where it's like, all right, this ain't what, what are yeah, we doing here? was
5: last week. That was us just assuming that maybe you'd get no, there. No, it wasn't now an assumption. Now you're really starting to get like legitimate tracks on that. No, when I said what I said, I meant it. Oh because no, I know <laughs> you meant
1: it, but we were saying it without
5: anything to show for it. Well, you know what I mean? Like,
4: <laughs> yeah, nothing to show for. it, But at the same time, I, I, you can kind of see the writing on the wall because yeah. then what's what's there left for Joel Embiid to stay for? If you're supposed, if you go from being a contender with him and James and uh, Don't Tyrese you dare Maxey, say Ben Simmons. <laughs> no, Jesus, no.
5: Nobody
4: thinking about no damn Ben Simmons. Don't you dare say Ben Simmons. <laughs> just <laughs> withering away on the bench. All six ten of them. Um, <laughs> he just Cam Street Clubs. It's sir. just it, um, that's when you go from being a contender, viable contender in the East to now he's he's like Will Smith in the last episode of Fresh Prince, looking around the room when they ain't move Nothing out. there. Nothing yeah. there. So. And why would he stay? Now they can offer him the most money, but he can go make the money anywhere. He would probably lo- yeah. want to take leave some money on the table to try to go and compete for a title.
3: But yeah, I mean, but for me, I, I don't, I don't look at it as anything, especially with world wide West being there. West is at everybody's wedding. <laughs> uh, so, but for me, people always want to try to nitpick. And if it wasn't for social media, we wouldn't know anything about this. That's but, true. You know, I think when you represent someone, you, you you know, you, you form a bond and that bond was had to be broken because he went on to be president for the Knicks. So he can't represent him. So I'm sure they still are close. You know, you got to think about it. Uh, Joel Embiid was street clothes for like three years. He didn't play for his first That's three true. years. So yeah. you had you really formed because your age is going to be there, you know, keeping you mentally Up and ready and say, Hey, it's gonna be all right. Just keep, you know, trusting the process and you're gonna get to being on the floor and now we're here. So that that bond is probably kind of special between those two guys. And like I said, Worldwide West knows everybody. So I don't even see this as anything but someone just enjoying, you know, some fellowship, some brotherhood, and probably some good drinks.
4: Dang, I forgot he was the original street clothes.
5: (laughs) Yeah, he was. Yeah, Yeah, he was. Like I forget
4: about that. It seemed like so long ago. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say to me, who
3: you know who the really the, the original street clothes is, who? Bowie. Sam Sam Bowie. Bowie. Yeah, when he got, you know, that mother couldn't stay on the floor for nothing when he got to the league. They him him remember. over Jordan. Him, him and Ralph Sampson, they just couldn't Ralph Sampson. I remember brother. couldn't stay healthy yeah. for nothing. Those knees were bad.
5: Yeah. Yeah,
4: um, boy, you talking about going your your place in history is bro. You went before Michael Jordan. That's that's how people remember you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know,
3: yeah. it's so funny you say that. All I can remember is him landing in Portland and holding his leg up and it was broken, it was just bent over oh, like man. that. I was like, oh no. And he's just like like mm. looking at it, like not again. <laughs>
5: yeah. Um mm-hmm. uh, do we want to dive into the Harden stuff? Because I've got audio from him. let me just play the audio. I don't know if there's anything <laughs> here that we haven't talked about, but uh, this is hardened back on U.S. soil in Philly. Do you have an open line of
2: communication with with the Seventy Sixers, and how much patience do you need to have to to let this play out?
3: I'm just I'm I'm been patient all summer, so uh, for me it's just uh, focus on what I can control,
4: and that's uh, you know working out, staying in shape, and uh, getting ready for a good season. Too late to repair the relationship. Uh, I think so.
5: All right, so it's just it's for him it's too late. But we talked about but, this last week. Is the relationship broken with Daryl Morey, or is it broken with the Seventy Sixers? And <laughs> I, there's yeah, I, just, I, I, I don't think there's any resolution coming out of this. That's the other problem. This story is going to drag on forever.
3: I, I thought about it. I, I said the same thing. I don't think anything can happen. And wasn't that you know Harden has a big weekend in Houston for his birthday. He has does a lot of charity event. Does a lot of stuff for the community. And I know that was. I think that was a part of it, wasn't? It, when he did. I that. believe that so. Like yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, big ups to him for doing a lot. Going back to Houston and doing the things he's doing for the community. But I don't think he's. The fact that he's staying in shape because he looked good. I, I I don't think he's going back to the field. I think he's that type of guy. He's made enough money that he he'll sit out until something. Then is why done.
5: take your option?
3: Yeah.
5: Like if that probably, was your intent, that's fine. But why take the option and forfeit made. the money? Mm-hmm.
3: Well, promises were probably ma- made to him or why he took that option, and then they're like oh, they backing out on those promises. Oh, yeah, because he why
5: he's yeah.
4: Because yeah. one, I think the the. It also came out that the reason why he called Daryl Morey a liar is because Morey told him that they were, you know, when he wanted out that, oh, yeah, okay, we'll get you out as quickly as possible and that hasn't been the case, and that's where the liar came from.
5: I don't give a shit. No, no, he didn't. Did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. hey, no, no, I got you. No, 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 I'm saying that was Daryl. That was uh, Daryl Moore. Yeah. <laughs> but he came back yeah. around. <laughs> so I don't give a shit. Yeah. Whatever I said, I said. Yeah. You took your option. Yeah. Now so you're that's stuck what here. That,
4: so that's where that liar came now from. Now you're stuck yeah. here, fool.
5: Yeah. yeah. I, this and the Dame Lillard possible trade to Miami are two things that are never going to pan out. These stories are never going to end. They're going to no. be on the show sheet every week from now until the, this show will end before those stories end.
4: Who's traded first, James Harden or Dame Lillard? James
3: Harden. I don't know. I say James Harden because he's rocking the boat. Dame
4: Lillard hasn't really. Used well, him. he's been fined a hundred grand. He just Who? got fined. Uh, James Harden, Harden just got fined a hundred grand today.
3: Oh, he did. Yes. See. Like I said, James Hard because he's rocking
2: the boat.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, he's going to want some money, and he's gonna, they're going to put something together for him. You know? But, uh, I, I, man, I don't know. Those two storylines don't seem like they're ever going to end.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the
1: ones who get it done.
5: Well, Rob, why don't you introduce our guest, man?
3: Does he really need to be introduced?
5: Oh, I mean, I guess you should probably just at least say his name and just so people know who's <laughs> on the show, you know?
3: <laughs> this is the legend himself, Andy. Andy B. Andy's been around for, uh, Andy, how long have you been
1: around? Well, I've been knowing will, you since I was a rookie. Really, This'll be <laughs> year 43 this year.
5: 43 years. 43 years. <laughs>
1: Yeah, And I have to tell you, I've stopped counting in in actual numbers. I'm counting in jerseys now. So like last year was (laughs) James Worthy, 42. This year, Michael Thompson, 43. (laughs) Uh, My goal is to get to Ralph Sampson.
5: 50. I was oh, going kind to of say, I'm trying to, I'm doing the math in my head. Right. I'm like, what the hell number did Ralph Sampson Hey, you
3: sure you want to get the Dennis Robbins number?
5: Yeah. <laughs> wow. I
1: might be doing that from another area code, Ralph. Yeah, <laughs> <for real. laughs>
5: so, I mean, Andy's been uh, the photographer. So, do you, I mean, are you the Lakers photographer? Is that kind of the official position? Because I know you photograph everything in the NBA.
1: Yeah, things have morphed a little bit, guys. Yeah. Um, I like to say I work for the NBA because that's where my check comes from, but I'm basically leased out to the Lakers and Clippers because, and Sparks um, because, you know, those are our home teams. Um, it's kind of that, that's the way it works in all the different markets throughout the league where the NBA essentially hires the team photographer and the team photographer has historically done all the work that the team needs, but they're not on the team's dime, if that makes any sense. That not makes
0: it. sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I, I, I are, think.
3: I, sorry to I think for me, Andy, it's like I've been knowing you for so long, but I, I don't know. How did you get your start? What What made you want to go into um, shooting sweaty-ass guys running around the court?
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it, it, it's a great question, Rob, because um, we all started somewhere, and there was a love. Like, you had a love for the game. I had a love for sports in general. I grew up in Brooklyn and played a lot of street sports, you know, basketball, street hockey, Football in the in the winter on you know on concrete, yeah. <laughs> um, stick ball. and my dad was a, was a huge sports fan, mostly hockey. Uh, we had Rangers uh, season tickets my whole life growing up, and uh, that was how my dad and I bonded was over sports. Um, you know, we'd go to a Mets game. We go to I went to almost every Ranger game from when maybe nine or ten years old to I went to college. Um, so i found out that uh, i had a hankering for for photography when i was about 14. my dad bought me a camera and we made a trip to the western united states all the national parks and stuff and i I really i really enjoyed it i really enjoyed being able to create um, express myself through a camera and it became a, a sort of a career choice you know through a few different down you know different paths and What better than to marry your two passions together? You know, sports, Mm -hmm. photography. And, you know, I get a pretty good seat on the court, so, you know. <laughs> pretty good seat. You
5: can go yeah. wherever, wherever you want.
1: <laughs> I always joke that the people sitting behind me are paying, like, the four grand a seat, you know, Rob. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and they're watching you take pictures. Right, but like,
1: the, only, the only deal on that is I have to block for them if Shaq's going to be coming straight at us. I'm the guy who takes the hit.
5: So I guess that's uh, there's a good question. Ha, what which what, Have you caught a, a few hits? You had to have caught a few hits down there.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's been a few. Um, it amazes me, and Rob, you'll attest to this, that how how agile, nimble, and in control you guys are, especially in midair. I, it just blows me away how you can look so completely out of control, but yet you guys can stop on a dime. You know, you don't usually hit us. Um, you know, Shaq- how, Only if we don't like you. <laughs> right. Well, I have a funny story about that. Mm-hmm. I, the first time I got hit was very early in my career. It was around About 84, I remember this, and the Denver Nuggets were in town playing the Lakers, and TR Dunn came flying into me. I mean, just like. Alabama. Yeah, just fly, right. Laid me out. I'm like, I don't know, man. I was like, you know, waiting for to get the last rights or something. And he looks down at me and goes, Why the hell didn't you get out of the way? (laughs) 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 Sorry, dude. I was my job over here. Not really anywhere to go.
3: Hey, and yeah. for me, that would be the hard part because you're trying to get that perfect pick, and all of a sudden you're like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. And you and you kind of get frozen. You know, yeah. It's not like that moment when Shaq was running towards the bench and Phoenix and everybody's scattered. Oh, that's right? great!
5: That's still one of my favorites. I still love that. It makes me laugh every time I see it. Yeah, yeah. Well, so it's, it's well funny, if you
3: want
1: man. to hear Shaq's story? I got a great one, and you you were probably on this team, Rob, when uh, this happened. Um, you know, Shaq, for all of his giganticness as a person, um, on the court, he was incredibly in control of his body. You know, he'd literally have five guys hanging on him and he'd go dunk. And um very rarely did you see Shaq hit the deck, you know. You you just never he just didn't. Um there was one one you know, and keep in mind I'm about six feet away from where (laughs) these guys are playing under the basket. And there was one play where he went up, he got hacked in midair and sort of lost his balance and took a couple of like off balance steps and literally fell right on me. And we were face to face like this, like pancakes. <laughs> and I, I I literally could not breathe. He took the wind out of me. I got like lenses embedded in my chest, you know. <laughs> and, and we're face to face like this. And I'm like, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, is that you, man?" I'm like, "Yeah, get the big ass off." How <laughs> he do He goes, "Give it a second, man. We're on national TV." <laughs> Let me look like it, was a yeah. it was a Western Conference Finals game against San Antonio. I'll never forget it. There's actually video of that somewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, we joke about it. Now. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> wow. The so guys
3: be- know where the cameras are nowadays. I tell you that.
1: Yeah, yeah. A lot of guys have their own cameras down there. You know, yeah. LeBron has, has his own guy. Right. Who follows I him
5: didn't year. know that. I didn't oh, know I don't. that.
4: Yeah, yeah I can true. believe that, yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah.
4: I'm
3: sure he does because, you know, you can't always get him – it's like he has a, a photo of everything, walking into the arena, riding in the car, you yeah. know, every every place. It's like – he does he have a ticket on the plane too?
1: <laughs> yeah, I believe so. I believe Probably. so. Probably. You know, in Kobe's last year, he he had that – film crew follow him around and yeah. that was very unusual you know except going back to the last dance era with bulls when nbae did follow um, you know that team around for a couple of seasons but mostly the, the final championship um but co that 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 footage is not uh, seen the light of day yet you know we're all waiting to see what what vanessa does with that footage
3: yeah, I'd love to see love to see that come out at some point I, I would love to see it too. She's, she's, I guarantee, she has strategic moment that is going to come out, and everybody's yeah. been talking about what eight twenty four twenty four. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, the magical number. Yeah. yeah. So who knows, you
1: know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's true. So, right. Andy, I
5: mean, you've shot, I mean, and, and this is the funny thing is, too, if you, if you don't know Andy, you you know Andy. Because, like, I've as I'm going through photos you've shot in your career, I'm like, oh, I've seen that a million times. Oh, I've seen that a million times. <laughs> like, I've seen everything you've shot time and time again. Do you have a moment? Because I think for me, the one that I think is probably one of the more iconics is when you captured Jordan crying on the Larry uh-huh. O'Brien. Like, that, yeah. I've seen that photo countless times i can't even remember didn't realize till recently i was like oh that's an andy picture i yeah. didn't realize it
1: yeah I, I think two of my most well-known photos were not action photos believe it or not there was that one jordan with the trophy in 91 yeah. then there was the kobe and ice one rob which i'm oh, sure yeah. you remember black and white where he's got his his you know busted ankles and two uh, ice chests and he's got his little busted finger in, the, in a coffee mm-hmm. cup um And that was just a real moment in time. You know, I I pride myself first and foremost on being a photojournalist. So, you know, I'm not up there with the great photojournalists that we've seen throughout the years who work for newspapers and wire services. But, you know, my job is to record the moment. So Mm -hmm. with the Jordan moment, it just happened bang, bang in a crazy visitor's locker room. Rob, you remember the old forum visitors' locker rooms about the size of the men's room, you know? Yeah, yeah, all hell breaking loose. And Mm -hmm. the network decides, oh, we'll do the trophy presentation in here too, in the middle of all this chaos. (laughs) And there's no room. (laughs) It was crazy. Yeah. So they did the live shot of the trophy presentation with the commissioner, went to commercial, and then they wanted to come back and interview Michael one on one, and he disappeared. He just like left the stage it wasn't even a stage It was like two folding tables and um frantically everyone's looking for him the producers they're going to come back from commercial and they got to interview him and I, instinctively something just said to me look to your left I was up on a bridge table in the middle of the room just trying to get a vantage point and he was you know maybe four or five feet away from me and that moment happened it just really quick like that and it's really cool and if you if you watch the last dance again and they do it an episode almost about that moment um the 91 championship the first one they zoom in on the ball of the trophy and you literally can see me with the flash going off it's crazy i did a i did a you know screenshot and i couldn't believe it awesome yeah yeah andy
4: when when People are in the midst of doing great things. You know, you've been in this industry for a long time, like you said, over 40 years. You know, most people, while they're in it, don't step back and, and get to realize how, you know, the moments that they've been a part of and how great they were. Have you ever ha- have you had the time to really sit back and be able to kind of smell the flowers and realize how great some of these moments were? Or is that something that you'll do, you know, when you're you know, riding off into the sunset?
1: Well, I, I do. I, I recently, and thank, that's another great question. Um, I had the opportunity and really good fortune of going to the Showtime reunion that Magic and Pat Riley put together last uh, was, year in Maui. I'm I'm jealous. Yeah, it was amazing. Jealous. It, was, it was so much fun. And I think 43 guys came. If you had won one championship or multiple ones in the 80s with the Lakers, because they won five that, in that decade, you were invited to this thing. And uh, myself and Gary Beatty and Jeffrey Osborne were the only non-players invited. Mm. Um, and just to be there and, and to hear the stories and, and remember, like, wow, you know, I was in Boston Garden in 85 when they won the championship. And, you know, I filed that way back in the filing cabin in my memory bank. But to have, you know, the guys sitting around and talking about what that meant to them. Right. And then... It, other moments, like especially with Rob, for example, you know, I, I shot all of Rob's championships, right? So I have every finger, one through seven. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and, but like the photo of you with your son, Rob, you know, and then, yes. then seeing him now is like a like an actual adult person, you know. It yeah. just brings a lot back, and I get that a lot with um, a lot of season ticket holders with uh, kids of. Like Luke Walton, I knew Luke Walton. He was literally in diapers when I met <laughs> when I met Bill. You know, he played for the Clippers mm-hmm. in '84. And you know, I've shot all. Of Luke I think before. I'm a. I'm grabbing yeah. the photo. It's uh, in my in my, my office. office.
5: Oh, there you go. He's got something. I knew he was looking that, for something. That's
1: really that's really gratifying. So you this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's really gratifying for me because it, you know being the guy that documents that. um, I feel like it's a it's it's the best gift that I can give of my talent, mm-hmm. right? Sure. And then to be a, a historian of the game, you know, David Stern gave me the greatest compliment. Uh, you know, probably five six years into my career during the Bird Magic era, he said that uh, you're responsible for the visual history of this league that's mm. oh, <laughs> wrong that, that's really uh that's really a daunting responsibility but <laughs> yeah. yeah you know it is it, but you have to
3: think about it. when you, you you talk about basketball you're talking about one of the most graceful sports there is mm-hmm. one of the most one of the fastest sports there is because there's moments that are happening just yeah. like that so has there ever been a moment that you kind of just looked away and everybody was like, ooh and ah? You're like, damn it, what I missed? So, <laughs> yeah.
1: How much time do we have, guys? <laughs> well, you know what? What's the famous quote that Jordan or Kobe says? You know, you can't make shots you don't take. Or Gretzky said it. Or yeah. yeah. Whatever. But 100% you know, shots you of the was, shot don't take. Right. Mm-hmm. For every great shot you made, Rob, there was there was one that. You wished it got in, right? So, yeah.
3: Um, the San Antonio one house with the Lakers. Right. <laughs> yeah. That
1: right. cost me like $6 million, dude. Yeah. Well, I, I, can, I can't relate to the $6 million. The None of us can. No, it was, it, it was it, the big one that sticks in my crowd will always be there was, was the 2000 Olympics in Sydney. And remember when Vince Carter dunked over that French dude? Oh, yeah. yeah. Guess who did not get that photo? Oh, wow. happened, uh, no. Right in front of me. Um, operator error, to say the least. Um, that was that was that was an inexcusable thing because I was on it. I I just was not using equipment I should have been using. Mm. Um, and I, I the, one of the biggest things I take pride in, guys, is not being distracted during a game. You know, it's right. just. I'm there to work. I'm not there to watch the game. I'm not there to talk to the photographers or the season ticket holders behind me. You know, I got Sharon and Joe Hernandez behind me. I don't talk to them during the game. You know, I'll right. talk to them at a timeout out mm-hmm. or whatever. But, you know, you hear photographers yapping to each other and boom, there goes, you know, Blake Griffin dunk, which actually happened. And. I'm looking at the guy, I'm like, what are you doing? You know, like I got that shot. Why didn't you get it? Right.
3: So <laughs> yeah. for people who don't know, Joe and Sharon Hernandez are great friends of mm-hmm. the Lakers, the Clippers, the Rams, me, and they're all Melissa's uh produce. And they're just really when I say they're some of the nicest people in the world, right? Courtside, some of the nicest people. If you ever see me sitting courtside, it's because of them. I'm sitting <laughs> in their seats. And to, yeah. and to back it up a little bit, Rob, do you know who Jeffrey
5: Osborne is? Uh, I've heard that name, yeah. Jeffrey Osborne. The reason
3: he probably got invited to uh Hawaii with the guy because he was like the guy who always sang the national anthem for the Lakers every time he sang. That's why I knew it. it. Okay, you're talking about about
4: love ballad, Jeffrey Osborne? Yes, he he was he
3: always (laughs) so that's part that's why he kind of got invited to um the 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 Lakers reunion because he was like. Anytime it was losing, i oh, bring Jeffrey in. Yeah. <laughs> Never seen a national
4: Do
3: yeah.
1: so, you, cool. you guys remember when the Philadelphia Flyers used to bring Kate Smith? The, the oh, absolutely. absolutely. She was basically an opera singer. Yeah. They'd, they'd roll her out, man, and that was their secret weapon when they were playing the <laughs> you know, Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah, that's you know. right. <laughs> wow. So
3: I, 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 we were talking about you missing moments. Had there been any Laker moments you missed?
1: Um, Nothing really comes to mind. I mean, look, you know everything has to come together i'm thinking of kobe young kobe uh, mm-hmm. with, as you remember was a dunk machine really yeah i mean the kid would dunk five six seven times a game and they'd all be spectacular you know ridiculous dunks and you can't get everyone because you know i get one shot every four seconds i don't have a motor drive where it's like you know and i can pick one out i right. i have to time it perfectly right um because of this light system that i use in the arenas And sometimes it just doesn't come together, you know, guy's arms in his face or um, referee could be blocking you or all kinds of things could happen. Um, But, you know, you chalk that up to just that's just kind of the way it is. Um, Can't really think of any Laker moments. There's, There's a great Laker moment that I could have taken a picture of, which I didn't. And I can tell you that story. Um, when the Pistons beat the Lakers in, when was that, 88? <laughs> 88, uh-huh. 89? Uh-huh. Um, 88, 89, Um 88 in the Forum, right? Um, okay, yeah. And yeah. they won the championship in the Forum. It was the bad boys' first championship. Yeah, that's one leg. Um, Rob, you remember the old Forum locker room where basically the, the home team and the visiting team shared a shower, basically. Like the shower was in... In, in the middle, and one locker room was on one side, and one was on the other.
5: It was like a Jack and Joe bathroom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. right. We both have to share.
1: Yeah. So part of my job, guys, is to get obviously, you know, the, uh, you know, the the ecstasy of winning, but also the agony of defeat. Um, so I got to go from the crazy victorious Pistons locker room to the Laker locker room to get some kind of dejection or something. It's just part of what I have to do. And there was no way to get through that hallway from the visitor's locker room to the Lakers because it's just jammed with people. So I'm re- I remember, oh, okay, well, I can cut through the shower and <laughs> end up in the Lakers locker room. So I go through the shower and I see to the right, as I can see it in my mind's eye, the water is running and there's Magic and Coop in the shower with their jerseys on. They got their uniforms on. And Coop is like sitting on the floor with hands on his head like this. Magic's just sitting under the water. And I'm thinking, this is a great picture that I'll never take.
2: <laughs> because
1: I didn't even for a second think about picking up the camera because that would have, you know, all the loyalty, um, integrity, trust that I had built would have gone out the window in a second. Right. Yeah. So um, I told that story at the reunion. And Magic goes, damn well should not have taken that picture, (laughs) but you would be here today.
4: And if you look at the the evolution of things and you look at the way certain things are done in any profession and look at the way it's done now, it's drastically different. When you look at some of the young photographers now Mm -hmm. and you look at, you know, some of the differences in the ways that they do things versus the way that I guess you may have done things coming through the years, are there some Mm -hmm. things that you see that are the same or many things that you see are different? Or are you taking some things now that you're still in it from some of the the kids and applying it to your, you know, arsenal as well? How do you how do you see that?
1: Well, the thing that bothers me the most I I must preface it by saying i love the fact that the craft of photography is now in everybody's pocket. Right. Mm -hmm. So everybody has an iPhone. Everybody can be a photographer, whether you're a toddler or a hundred year old person, which is great for our craft. Right. Mm Um, there is a distinction between a professional sports photographer and somebody who is taking an iPhone picture or point mm-hmm. and shoot or whatever. You know, that's obvious right. difference between an NBA player and somebody who's playing, you know, in the playgrounds too. Right. right? So, um, so, you know, the thing that bothers me the most about the youngest, this youngest generation and I, I do teach at the college level um, is that they, they take a lot of shortcuts. They, they, they mm. don't understand that they, there's it's, it's, it's an incremental process to get to where you're going, you know. There, there's 30 jobs in the NBA, right? <laughs> That's it, 30 team photographers. In fact, there's only 28 because I have two teams and my friend Nat Butler in New York has two teams. So, you know, I think of those 30, 25 of us have been with our teams 20 years or more. Mm. There's not much turnaround. Mm-hmm. Um However, the teams now across the board in every league are hiring their own quote-unquote content groups, mm-hmm. um, basically young social media people who don't have a lot of photography experience. They have a lot of social media experience, which is great. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, the, they're the ones you see when you walk in the arena and they're shooting the videos, the guys arriving. Yep. And But th- they have actually ratcheted up um, their photography skills too. And... I do see what they do. I do see that, um, you know, Russell Westbrook created the arrival photos like not, that didn't happen before Russell started putting on crazy clothes and stylish and all that stuff. So yeah. now that that's a given in the NBA, WNBA, probably every other league is shooting that. Um not something I really love doing, getting to the arena at like two o'clock in the afternoon, the <laughs> guys walking in in street clothes. So I've been able, luckily, to delegate that out, but I see what people are doing and how they're do- doing it creatively. They're using lighting, they're doing like cool backdrops and things like that. So yeah. um, I, I try to mentor the younger generation. I try to get across that, um, you know, we, none of us got here to the this level at, at the NBA um, by taking a shortcut. By not going through, you know, the gauntlet of steps that that it takes. I mean, I'm preaching to the choir. You know, Rob didn't just all of a sudden show up on an NBA <laughs> roster, you know. Yeah. I mean, he started when he was a young kid and then working his way up and then, you know, going you know, to a great college and working, working, working. And the fundamentals stay the same. I see the guys, the, the players doing the same fundamentals. You know, it might be a little more high-techy now, of course but you know the trainers are getting them ready the same way mm-hmm. that even going back to like seeing tim grover with with michael jordan you know i'm seeing that with you know i saw that with with kobe and his trainer and yeah. with the guys today so you know it's yeah. weird that
3: you mentioned that, that when guys come in it's it's it'll show you how things have changed i remember when we used to Come in, we just come in. You know, we had to be suited up because David Stern said so everybody had to wear suits to the game. Yeah, yeah, and I remember when, um, I remember the Charlotte Hornets used to come in. It was muggsy zoe yeah. and Grandmama. Grandma they were Ma, all yeah. getting off with their bags, their suits, their right. sunglasses, and we used to sit by. Like, Who do you motherfuckers think they are coming out cool? <laughs> and it was like one of the things used to piss us off. But now it's just the norm. Like yeah. everybody comes in with sunglasses. Everybody walks in, yeah. you know, with their little swag. And it's just, it's just, it's just everything just changes. And yeah. Now it's just it? publicized more in the pictures and stuff. Cause I don't no, think you're... I could have done it. I don't, I don't, I, yeah. I used to hate when the camera's in your face when you walk in. And I'm like, dude, I'm trying <laughs> to get my mind right now. you trying to, you know, feel me. <laughs> and I got to
1: look cool. I'm more conscious of that. But yeah, it's,
3: it's weird, man.
1: Well, as you remember with this, when you were at the Spurs, the Spurs used to come in the back way. We yeah. we never never had access to the Spurs mm-hmm. to this day. We don't have access to them oh, wow. because they we, they'd park and then they'd come in the back way and never go through the media gauntlet. Yeah, um, yeah. and they'd have to do it on the road, but not at home. Um, The only time yeah.
3: they would let them do it, they have a they're like during the finals. Yes, during they the might finals. let them back there during the finals. Cause I remember they have a picture of me coming in, and I'm like, I, and I never even know. I think it was you. I was pointing at it's yeah probably video. Was. Yeah. And we're coming in the back, and I was like, "Hey!" And yeah, they had me on camera doing it. So, because <laughs> nobody ever went back to Spurs, you know, Spurs always been like, "Hey, we're gonna be low yeah. key, we're gonna be stealth as possible, so yeah. we
1: can focus." Yeah, no, it's true. I probably ran a very tight ship, to say the Man, Yeah, yeah.
5: Uh, Andy, where can people find your stuff? If people want to go back and kind of look through the history of the NBA, I'm sure you have. Uh, I know you've got books out and stuff like that. So
1: yeah, sure. Um, well, the book that I'm most well, well known for is the Mama Mentality book that I did with Kobe. Yeah. Um, so the Mama Mentality, how I play, you can get that everywhere, Amazon or whatever. It's in a lot of different languages, too. Um, Phil Jackson and I did a book called uh, *Journey to the Ring*, the 2009-10 Championship. Um, so that's out there. Um, NBA.com is a good place to see my NBA photography, but my work can be seen on my Instagram primarily, ADB Photo Inc. And I'm um, plugging obviously my what is it this way? My my uh, my uh, own seriously. podcast and my own platform, Legends of Sport. So Legends of and Legends of Sport on Instagram.
5: That's awesome, okay. Andy. Yeah. You, you're a legend. So hopefully man. one day I'll
3: be a legend and I can come on there, Andy. You are a legend. What are you talking about? I'm totally kidding. <laughs> you know I was best with Andy because uh, like Andy, Andy has never gave given me a photo of my shot, and so that's why I wanted to have him on the podcast so I can put okay, him on blast on, right again. now. So, well, well, hold so. on. You,
1: you know I missed the shot. You talking about the shot against Portland, right? Yeah. No, I'm talking about the shot against Sacramento. Uh, I mean Sacramento. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, missed yeah. It. I missed it. That's a that that is number three on the hit list. Hey, that's
3: why I mentioned that early because I know you missed it. And so I was trying to get you to I mention know. that.
1: Killing me, man. No, that that of course I, I blocked it out of my mind because it's so painful. But that was that was a case in point where you remember how bang bang that was, right? The yeah. ball mm-hmm. suddenly out. ends up in your hands yep. and it happened in, in a split second. I had just shot. Like I had just shot the whatever was happening when the ball got batted to you. I don't know mm-hmm. if Shaq took a shot or Kobe, Kobe missed Kobe missed the Shaq missed. missed the
3: tip in. Yeah. yeah. Right.
1: So I I shot the tip in from the I was on the other end of the court. But then I need three and a half to four seconds to be able to shoot again because my lights have to recycle up. So if you imagine like huge batteries have to come back up to be able to push the button again, that right. the lights come out. I push the button but I got nothing. I got no frame. So, you so, know, that, that was one one of the moments where I, <laughs> you know, I was doing my job, but the equipment let me down. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Who took the picture then of uh, the one that we use in our logo of Rob mean mugging after yeah. the shot went down I and like Shaq's taken... running behind him with his finger in the air. Was that you?
1: I might've taken that one or that the one you're talking about, I think was from an elevated angle. Um, I ran on the court. I ran on the court and got the guys mugging him and everything. Okay. But, um, that that picture i think was taken by an ap or getty photographer okay. got yeah it. that was a great that was a great shot yeah that's uh, I always the one i think about, of yeah.
5: is that yeah that one yeah we no, had to go to
1: andy all the time about
3: this because <laughs> the young lady from sacramento is the one who gave me the picture that's awesome. <laughs> so i was sitting
1: next to the sacramento Bee photographer mm-hmm. and i looked at him i said you got that right and he goes yeah i said we'll be calling you <laughs>
5: <laughs> all right Andy, you're the best man we'll let you run. We. Pre- Appreciate all your time, dude. Appreciate it. Dude, thank and you for sharing just, the stories, man.
3: Yeah, and it's just text me when you need me, man. I'm here for
1: you always, man. I love you, brother. Thank you, Rob. You're the best, man. Yeah. Great to meet you guys, too. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, happy almost birthday. I know when this will run, you know, probably after your birthday. I know it but... airs
5: today.
2: Yeah, it's oh, going to okay. go up great. today,
5: so we're good. Great. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. all the best to you and yours, Rob. And uh, uh, same guys, here, brother. Hey, when are we going to get the pizza again, man? Hey, we got to do that. We got to yeah. grab it. Brad, and we'll go get something to eat. Yeah, we Do right great.
3: down the street. We live, you know, we live close to each other.
1: Yeah, you know, I've been <laughs> hanging out at the ice house which Johnny Buss owns in uh-huh. Pasadena. It's super fun, man. We... What? What? You have to let me know. I come meet you. Yeah, you right. you would right. like it. Great comedy. So I'm okay. plugging the ice house here for it. Right. Right. <laughs> no
3: worries. You know, hey, as you can see right there, look, this is sincoro bottle from my birthday party.
1: So I got plugs too. Yeah, Joker's <laughs> empty. That Joker's empty. What are you talking? Oh, about? It, yeah. <laughs> well, happiest of birthdays, Rob. You thank it. you, brother. Thank thanks, you. thanks, thanks, Andy. Andy. We
4: appreciate you. All right, man. thank you, Andy Bernstein, ladies and gentlemen. Holy cow! actually this
5: bottle is full dude it's not empty oh it's I empty don't even pull that crap that's it's, it's no, gotta serious. be it's gotta be bone dry it's, yeah, it's oh full. no okay it's full all right full. i hate this one i gotta keep one for myself uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm, i can be a little selfish at times yeah, like every now and then i'm gonna hide one in the office i'm uh-huh. <laughs> spent a lot of time in the office and i've been doing the podcast five days a week wow you know, you know. oh hey, man become dude an Andy, after
3: dark podcast if i keep drinking i'll
5: tell you what and dude andy's Andy, I you forget sometimes that yeah. he's seen everything. Like, he's been behind the scenes of, like, every huge pivotal moment of what is effectively my adolescence and childhood with the NBA. I mean... Just
3: think about all the... Not just finals, but the playoff, the great playoff series he's covered.
5: Everything. I mean, yeah. just, and I didn't realize... I really just genuinely didn't realize until recently that he took the the Jordan crying on the Larry O'Brien trophy. That photo is, I mean, as it's, iconic as it gets.
3: Yeah. So there's I mean, so many it's, other photos. Wow. I'm sure that he probably got by mistake. <laughs> he oh, can't sure. show
5: nobody. Yeah. So. <laughs> the one, the one that, that I'm sure everybody's probably seen, I want to say it was probably, I think it was 2020, where LeBron is in the middle of the dunk and he was going for the reverse windmill. And he got that wide shot from under the basket where it's like everybody's cleared out and it's just lebron and you could see the basket and you could see the whole inner workings of the arena and it's a wild shot and, um, and the, it's the cool clarity
3: of these pitches that Holy he does sometimes is geez, dude it's, it's nice but yeah what well,
5: yeah. he's been he's been there for everything
2: yeah yeah without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop
5: All right, uh, a couple more things we got to get to. We didn't have a chance to get to uh, when Andy was on here.
3: Uh, hey, but I, y'all, y'all like how it kind of was like kept baiting Andy, and he didn't fall for it to the end.
1: Oh <laughs> about yeah, about yeah, not
3: yeah. taking that picture. Yeah.
1: <laughs> how did way. he so, not?
5: I mean, I get he explained well, how he didn't get yeah, it, but of all yeah. the. F- freaking lakers <laughs> moments not to get the one that freaking shot man that shot hey man oh, that's got us st- I, I don't know how that wasn't I, in his top moments of things he missed i,
3: I know I, I think he was uh, he's trying to avoid it that's why i kept asking the questions <laughs> i'm not letting you get out of this dude i'm but, not letting you get out of this geez, homer
5: simpson in the bushes you ain't breaking this up yeah <laughs> not happening Mm. um i don't i don't know if there's anything to this story uh i've got audio of Giannis this week Uh, tmz got Giannis out and um they asked him with everything going on with live golf and the saudis Mm -hmm. and stuff and all the money these soccer players are taking and they asked Giannis, would would he play for the saudis
0: you would consider after your nba career taking the bag and playing in saudi arabia After your NBA career. Of course. Yeah? <laughs> hey, how much money would it take? Or just depends on? A lot of money, baby. Yeah? Saudi, we on the way, baby. Okay.
5: <laughs> now, I'm not, no, for starters, most annoying TMZ guy ever. Jesus. Uh, the Saudis, uh, they, they have no reservations about opening up the bag, paying some of these guys, man. They, they no. don't. Holy cow, but, like, I don't know. There Something about that seems like, could you, could you imagine a world in which... A Saudi run company starts a rival NBA?
3: Hey, I, I, trust me, the way these guys love their bag more in the game, it'll be half the league gone because, you know, they try to look out for their future and mm-hmm. talk about, yo, man, I, I, hey, I might even get my fat ass in shape and try to make a squad. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't, you know, at the end of the day, some of these guys, you can't blame them. You know, because they—they you know—they're leaving school early. They're not getting degrees. They're not you know getting the education where they can try to. So they need this money to advance their you know careers and use it to build an empire, so to say. So yeah. I take the money too. I ain't gonna lie. I run off. I'm like seventy-seven hundred, seventy-six million, mm-hmm. three hundred million. What they paying these golf guys? Oh God! They, mm-hmm. Just to walk around. Think about what they will pay these oh, guys to run around.
5: By the way, those guys made out like thieves. Because oh. they all took their money from Live Golf and got paid, and then the PGA was like, "Oh, we're good. Let's all merge back together again." So it's like all those <laughs> dudes got broke off. Yeah, and they got to go right back to doing what they were doing before. Yeah, the PGA
4: yeah. is a bunch of punks because you <laughs> know this was gonna happen. <laughs>
5: Hardcore. The, the, you you want to
4: stand on principle and morals, okay. but then at the same time you turn around and do this merger. What yes. happened to the prince? You know, you realize that they had more money than you. Yes.
3: Mm-hmm. The yeah. money loans. all money.
4: your people. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah, Your TV let's, was going to go yeah. out the window. Q, Q, why can't we be friends? That's exactly what happened. <laughs> why can't
5: we be friends? Because your ass is broke. That's why we can't be friends. You ain't got no money. That's why we ain't friends. Uh, I, I, it's hard for me to imagine a, a, a company trying to start a rival NBA. And the only reason I think that is because it's like, and not that that's what the Giannis stuff was, but right. thinking out loud on the idea of Saudis coming in with tons of money. Mm-hmm. Like how many times has someone tried to go up against the NFL?
4: and just fallen
5: flat on their face. There's like six rival NFLs, and none of them are successful. Not even a little bit.
4: I think the NFL's a little different. I don't know if you can – because you have so many guys on a team, really so many guys on the field, you got to find enough guys to be able to compete. Whereas with basketball, you need a star or two. Like basketball is just really worldwide. Football worldwide is different because football is soccer everywhere else. Yes. So – American football, you're not finding that everywhere.
3: Yeah, because you, you can really go to the street ball and get some of these street ball. You, you, you balls. Have y'all ever watched a documentary
4: on And One? I saw a little bit of it. No,
5: I haven't.
3: Uh, yeah. it, it's, you have to watch it. This is incredible how these guys the fall of And One was because the guys who owned And One was making, I'm, I don't know the numbers, but they said they was making $200 and only giving the other guys a dollar. Mm. And so it was a big discrepancy on how they was getting paid. And then one of the guys was like, just happened to walk into the um, the production area, mm-hmm. and they had a feast. They had pizza and wings, and they're like, "What the fuck is this shit, man? We the one out here, you know, right. putting the labor in, and y'all getting paid." And like, so yeah. that's where it started coming crumbling down. So it's a good doc. You no,
5: know. oh yeah, we gotta check it out. All right. Well, it, I have you. Did you ever have the com- the thought go through your head about playing overseas at any point? I guess you never really my, had
3: to, right? My, I didn't have to. My, my last year I got offered a, a nice piece of chain to go play. I think you told and us I, that once. Yeah, yeah, but I just, you know, it, it wasn't, it wasn't that important for me, man. You know, was, the money has never been one of those things I chased, and I've told you this. I've turned down more money to go to Miami and you know uh, Dallas. It's just about being comfortable, being around your family, your friends. And your happiness becomes their happiness. And it's just a, a great moment to share when you're in the NBA with your family. Mm. Okay.
5: Interesting. Okay. Interesting. We'll see what it comes a bit. Uh, one more story, then we're going to do big shot of the week, and we'll get to our game. Uh, the, <laughs> I had to put this on the sheet. Uh, <laughs> Marcus and Larza, and here's the only reason I'm bringing it up again. Mm. <laughs> they asked him uh, if they were going to get married. And Marcus, with a big-ass smile on his face, says, we're looking for a location. Um, Apparently, uh, Larsa Pippin's been spotted with a ring on her finger. So now Michael Jordan, who does not approve of the relationship and has said so publicly, could become Larsa Pippen's father-in-law. <laughs> that that dynamic is mind boggling to me. Scotty's ex could be your daughter-in-law. She's never going to get invited over for Thanksgiving. No, <laughs> every holiday is going to be just a just a mess. Yes, mm-hmm. just a mess.
3: Mm-hmm. Hey, everybody can come with you, son. <laughs> oh,
5: you can come no. without
3: your wife.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's,
3: that's
5: a family dynamic. I don't. I just. Oh God, I don't know. It just that makes my brain hurt trying to think of how that family dynamic would work after that. Because yeah. we know Scotty and Mike don't necessarily get along very much these days. It's, it's just
3: always weird to be here. I, like those two guys don't get along. I know. I know. I no, think honestly,
5: I I, I think they're both at fault in that. Yeah. I, I think Mike is Mike, and we know Mike can be difficult, and he, he is who he is, and he is the way. And then Scotty wants his due, and felt like he never got it you know and then I have, I've,
3: I've dealt with a lot of difficult people too you would career. consider oh sorry I, 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 I just wouldn't I just wouldn't fuck with them like I ain't gonna talk bad about them I could I could sit here and tell you five guys or three to five guys of each team that I don't with you right. but I'm not gonna make it public But if I see you man act like I, like we boys because and then we both pretend and we move on right. you know I'm not gonna so, but I guess when you at that level mm. it's a little bit more important a little bit more you know, scandalous, sort of uh, thing. I guess <laughs> it's different.
4: And, you know, the dynamic is so just. Wild. Just they're always going to be tied together because of you know the run that they had. Sure, you yeah. never would have thought in a years. One of the, of the best
5: years, duos ever. Yeah, you know, people oh, ever talk about that duo? The best. Yeah. yeah, probably the yeah. yeah. best. I mean, mm-hmm. you
4: know, no one would have ever thought that this is also something that would tie them together. Oh, it's like in the weirdest way.
5: Yeah, it really is. Uh, All right, let's do Big Shot of the Week, and then we'll play our game. Big Shot of the Week is going to go to a a team of unnamed uh, Florida lifeguards. The reason they are unnamed is over the weekend, they were spotted via drone trying to save somebody from the undertow. He had gotten too far out, and they didn't have any rescue vehicles. So these lifeguards formed like a a human chain from the shore to the guy that was drifting out to sea. And it's like 15, 20 people, and it was just caught on drone footage of them doing it. Wow, seriously? And they got out to that guy grabbed him, saved him, and were able to pull him back to shore. But it was like 10, 15 lifeguards out there, just arm in arm, just trying to get as far out to get this guy as they could to save him from the undertow, and they saved his life. Because who the hell knows? That's they didn't serious. have a boat in the area. They didn't have any vehicles in the water. And um, that dude was caught in the undertow, and he was drifting off.
3: That's a big shot because you put putting your life at risk. I used to, hey, I used to be a lifeguard. And I used to have to think about that. I'm like, damn, if someone put you in that death grip when you go to try to save them because they panicking, you're gone for trying to be a hero. But, you know, anytime someone put their lives at stake to save some unknown person, yeah. life is really a big shot for me.
5: That's yeah. true. And undertow mm-hmm. is no joke. Yeah, Like that, that I mean, you get caught in that thing, it's like... Whew, you're gone. I mean, that's it. You're you're before you yeah. even know what's going on, you're gone.
3: Yeah, I'm trying to think so. of the basketball player who we lost a couple of years back where he jumped in to save his wife. He saved his wife, but the undertow took him and they found him later. Like he was trapped in the, his, his I, leg was trapped in a rock. I remember yeah. but I
5: don't remember who it was.
3: I can't remember who it was. Uh, and that's one of the main reasons I tell people, I don't mess with mother nature when it comes out to being in your river, the oceans, uh-uh. a pond, Dan, nope, not Dan even a Roundfield. pond. Yeah, Dan Ramps. Dan Round. Only, only kind of water I mess with is a poop. <laughs> Other than that, I ain't fooling yeah, with man, it. I'm good otherwise.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the
1: ones who get it done.
5: All right, let's get to this week's game. Uh-oh. uh We're going to play shotgun. Oh,
3: hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh. Here comes You know, name. one of my favorite shows to watch is The Week is Link. you made me have deja vu. Cause every, every question. Oh, they I stole a bunch of questions week.
5: from the weakest link.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It was just, like, Hold on, I know this. Question. I kept saying to Ken like these are the questions we had oh, a couple of weeks I, ago. Yeah, when I do rapid fire,
5: I'll go to like five different places and I'll like pull questions. And I had a whole list of weakest link questions and I'm like, Oh, these are perfect. Mm, Copy paste. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh,
3: uh, see, I See, I, I, I shouldn't have said anything because I love watching the show. I know you're going to you know, circle back to that game. Oh, and no, some of the questions no, I no, remember. That's it. no, no, we're not link. doing
5: The Weakest Link anymore. Now I'm going to pull those questions from somewhere else. Somebody else. else. We're going to pull some, pull, steal somebody else's content. I should have kept that
3: to myself <laughs> so I can look smart. Yep.
5: You're like, damn, he's like watching Jeopardy on reruns, man. What the hell's going on? All right, uh, Shot Clock, Uh, to remind everybody how Shot Clock works, I'm going to give you guys a topic. I'm gonna let you guess how many of said topic you can get in 10 seconds, uh, and you get to bid against each other back and forth. So, for instance, uh, Ant Man had a huge game the other night against Germany. He's
3: killing it, dude. Yes.
5: I oh mean, my he was he was I was like 30 some points. He was on fire. You couldn't stop that kid the other night. Uh, caught LeBron looking too. LeBron on on Instagram, throwing him some love. So, in 10 seconds, how many members of the Team USA roster? That's currently playing. Can you pull in ten seconds? We'll let Rob go first and <laughs> place place a wager. You think you that, can you pull five? Harp, can you pull six? Yeah. Rob See, I'm can to go no
3: more than Rob, me. can you I,
5: pull seven?
3: Can I, do it. Hold on, do I can I just say their last names? I'll
4: be okay with that if I can. Smith Jones.
5: <laughs> well, if you just start random naming uh, random last names, uh, that ain't gonna work. They're,
4: they're the most common and generic and last exactly names right. ever. <laughs> Oh. If they I'll have a seven. nickname and we know it sure. Yeah. I, I go seven.
5: All right. Harp, can you do eight? I, There's only twelve guys on the team. I think I can do eight.
3: I'm giving eight. I'm giving eight. Oh because I know
5: you may it's have bitten more, off it's, more it's, than I, you could chew, but let's see. All right, uh Harp, you got ten seconds. Eight guys on the team NBA. Go.
4: Ant Man, Jaron Jackson Jr., Brandon Ingram, Mikael Bridges. Jalen Brunson, Halliburton, Josh Hart, Cameron Johnson, Palo Banchero.
5: Oh! Benchero. Yeah, you got it. You got it right at the buzzer. You could have pulled Dude. nine. Shit, you had nine. You had nine and ten. Uh, who All did you stories. miss?
3: Austin yeah, Reeves,
5: I mean, Bobby dang, Portis, Walker Kessler. I think we're the only three you missed. Yeah. You I would have never, never named Kessler. That's the only one I didn't <laughs> know. <laughs> I just didn't think you could run off the names in that much time. You got, pretty nice, miss, so you got it pretty quick. All right, so it's yeah. a point for Harp. Good job. All right, uh, story number two. Britney Spears announced this week that, unfortunately, her marriage has come to an end. Uh, she's getting divorced. This is a big story, apparently. Uh, she's posting a lot of racy photos on her Instagram. So if you've never followed Britney Spears on Instagram, that's probably a good time to do it. Uh, in, in 10 seconds, Harp, how many Britney Spears songs can you name? Probably four. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, shit. He punted to you in a heartbeat. I don't even know. I, don't,
3: I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know is one.
4: <laughs> All right, Harp,
5: you got 10 seconds. Go.
4: Uh, baby One More Time. Oops, I Did It Again sometimes womanizer
5: good job
4: strong showing that's a strong showing see i only know
3: oops i did it again yeah Uh is it baby hit me one more time is that hit, her me, her baby one hit more me baby time. one more time
5: yeah okay yeah you
3: got that look all right i'm like dude no. Nah, i don't know what, hey I just went to the Taylor Swift concert and I knew one song. Shake it off. That's it.
5: Arguably the most popular artist in the world right now. Yeah, you got one song. Um, Which is better than Bad Bunny where you had zero. Oh, please. (laughs) I ain't gonna know. Uh, All right, Rob. Uh, Chris Martinette is a name you may not know, but you definitely know. He's the iconic voice of Super Mario from the Super Mario Brothers games. And he announced this week he's stepping down as the voice... Seriously? Of Super Mario. Yeah, Chris Martinet is not involved in the new Super Mario game. He's stepping back from voicing the character, so they're going to have a new voice of Super Mario in the new game they're developing. In 10 seconds, how many Super Mario Brothers characters can you pull? Yeah, just four? Four. Harp. Hold on. I see. No, you don't get to do it ahead of time. <laughs> and then figure out how many. You, you can say five before uh, you move on. Uh...
4: Super Mario.
5: Rob I, said four. Hey, go ahead. All right, Rob. Can you pull four Mario characters? Ten seconds. Here we go.
3: Donkey Kong, Mario, Luigi, Inferno. And who? Inferno. That's his name, Inferno, right? The one that spits fire?
5: Talking about Bowser? That's Mr. Oh,
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's Bowser. <laughs> He <laughs> get that one. That was Inferno. I'm
5: like Inferno. In his other name, Cooper? Uh, no, he's a Koopa. He's Cooper. a Koopa Trooper. Yeah, oh, Cooper, he's a Koopa. Oh, it's like okay. the type of like, turtle. Got or what it. The hell okay. He I is. thought why
3: didn't
4: even think his name was
3: Inferno. Inferno. I'm what
5: like, his <laughs> name is definitely Bowser. Bi- <laughs> no hell gamer, you you didn't, say, uh,
4: you didn't say Donkey Kong.
5: Yeah,
4: he did. I said Donkey Kong. I said Mario, Luigi. Oh, so you got those three.
5: And then, and then the knockoff Super Mario Princess Peach. You got that one on another
4: Jeez. game. You, I think you got Princess Peach. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Inferno. Uh, <laughs>
5: what kind of knockoff Mario games did you guys play in Andalusia, hey, Alabama? I, hey, I was poor, man. Inferno. We had to go to the dollar store and, and pay less. So, shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have the real yeah. stuff. <laughs> he's, the, he's not the Super Mario. It's the medium <laughs> Mario Brothers. It's, <laughs> it's the adequate Mario Brothers. That's what we play. Uh, all right, Harp uh blue beetle took the top box office spot this weekend i thought it was okay um but oh, only- you saw it yeah i haven't seen it yet. yeah i went and saw it i haven't seen it uh, I, it was all right i mean it's fun but like so few of these movies i'm very sick of the origin story superhero movie because i feel Why? like every new every new hero it's every it's a big origin story and by the end it's like i'm the hero and the movie's over and it's like, <laughs> like that's what made the Avengers great, was like, okay, we already did all the setup shit. We're through all that. Now everybody's just going off and fighting and you know having adventures and stuff. So Blue Beetle, it's good. Uh, it's very funny. Um, it was just all right for me. But uh, he took the top box office this weekend, 25.4 million. Harp in 10 seconds. How many DC superheroes. superheroes can you pull?
3: He knows he don't know nobody.
5: <laughs> uh, I could do seven. You could do seven DC superheroes. Rob, in, can you in, do it? In a, how many seconds? In ten, in ten <laughs> seconds, you got ten. Yeah, he can seconds. have that shit in ten seconds. <laughs> I ain't no dumb, Rob. It's said, take, Here you go.
3: It's um, gonna take you in five seconds to say one of those
5: names. All right, ten seconds. Harp, go.
4: Superman, Batman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Supergirl, Green Lantern, Flash.
5: That's seven. That's what are seven. you waving your finger at?
4: I'm
3: messing with you. I'm just trying to distract oh. you.
5: <laughs> don't, don't tell
4: me what I don't know.
3: i like Ron's
5: over here to get me Mutombo in your ass. no, 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 no. Oh, no. Uh, All right. Well, Harp is murder. Martian man, Martian man. Hey,
4: I said one, seven. Man. I did I did what I you said. I was. Doing, I
5: could have done oh, more. Man. Justice oh, girl. League, yeah. man. Yeah. And you, you, you got the layup of hey, Superman and I Supergirl, you, you, so that was good. Hey, that was
3: smart. He's such a good guy. He named Lex Luthor, you know, oh, no. he, he, yeah. Solomon Grundy. You, yeah. you got to go with some hey, villains, Andy, man. And the bad guy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. There yeah. were no
4: specifics.
1: <laughs> I did the job.
5: Well, the specifics were superheroes, right. not supervillains. <laughs> exactly. So Technically, he got the question right. All right, uh, last question, Rob. People are Enraged. Enraged that Fat Bottom Girls is being left off of Queen's latest uh, Greatest Hits album. What they fail to realize, by the way, though, is that this Greatest Hits album is being released on a platform called Yoto, which is an audio player designed for children. So that's why they left Fat Bottom Girls off the list, but it is arguably one of Queen's biggest hits. In 10 seconds, how many Queen songs can you pull? I think we lost Rob. (laughs) No, you didn't. No, know. I thought you were frozen. You were just like, he there. I'm, just looking,
3: I'm just looking like, who the fuck is Queen, man? You know who Queen is. <laughs>
5: Dude, you heard, you heard is, one man. of their
3: songs I seven know, times. I know. You see one song all the time. I can't even tell you the name of that damn song. Is it We Are the Champions? Is that the song?
5: That's it. Okay. I know so you heard that one at least seven so times. what? <laughs> one Queen Kenya song. You two Queen songs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, two. All right, here you go. Two, <laughs> three, six. Go ahead, knock it
4: <laughs> out. We are the champions and fat bottom girls.
5: Push <laughs> his ass out. Push his ass out. Am I wrong? <laughs> no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs>